I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. Hello, I'm Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. Diversity is not our strength. It is our destruction. The most important word in the naming of the United States is united. Prioritizing this word was no accident because the founding fathers knew that a divided people or nation could not stand. Diversity means to divide, segregate, and separate. It is obvious that a divided nation is a weak nation. However, those seeking the destruction of the United States promote diversity as our strength. This destructive assertion defies logic. Diversity with the lie that hyphenated categories such as African American, Asian American, Hispanic American, and Native American make the nation stronger, is responsible for class envy, gender confusion, and the plague of racial hatred. Diversity using the pretext of inclusion and multiculturalism sanctions political correctness, lawlessness, illegal immigration, and anti-American invaders. The Founding Fathers proclaimed unity as our strength, not diversity. And President Lincoln codified the heroic necessities for a strong nation on November 19, 1863, in his Gettysburg Address when he said, Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hollow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work 
which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great tasks remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we hear how it resolved that these dead should not have died in vain, that this nation under God should have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, should not perish from the earth. In his wisdom, President Lincoln knew that united we stand, divided we fall. And you should know diversity is our destruction. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell of the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. Today, we have in studio off of assignment Bruce Flurry. All right. Bruce <laughs> and I have yes, indeed. a very, very, <clears throat> let's say, semi great program this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's always I, a great know, program. I mean, yeah. What the heck? Come on. <laughs> Somebody's got a two hour well, right? I was going to lay out a great, great program. <laughs> okay. But, but I thought I'd dial it back a little bit. You know, I know you're a modest guy, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm as modest as a winter's day is long. <laughs> well, it's great. It's great to be back in studio with you here in the palatial studios of, uh, you know, WAM uh, uh, 1600 Ann Arbor. Uh, their own spares no expense. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, um, that was a great commentary by me. Yes, it was. You know, and, and he... And he just really nailed it, as he always does. And to hear him cite, quote for quote, or uh, word for word, quote, word for word, one of the greatest and most economical speeches uh, in in history, the Gettysburg Address, that only is maybe about a five-minute long Mm -hmm. address, especially considering the guy before him spoke for, what, six hours or something like that. But, you know, it got me to thinking. And... uh, you know, this is something that every sixth grader should know. I know you had to memorize that when you were in school. I yeah. had to memorize that. School, and we had to deliver it. Yeah. We couldn't. We had to deliver it extemporaneously. Yes. We didn't have to deliver We d- couldn't have any notes. We had to deliver it from uh, the, the yeah, top from of our memory. heads. Yeah. Or in my case, the tip of my head, but that's yeah. different. But um, anyway. Uh, no, you're not a pointy-head intellectual, <laughs> are you? <laughs> no. no, no, no. Although I, I, I don't think that my when I get out there and I talk in public, I don't think I, I experience brain freezes like a certain uh, presidential candidate yeah. now who seems to have rigged an election against another yeah. – uh, or primary against another, uh, another uh, um, presidential candidate. But the other day, Joe Biden gets up there and he t- – starts to quote the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> or at least the, the first part of it. And he goes, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are, you know the thing. You know, you know. <laughs> and, you know, you can have fun with that, okay? Yeah, yeah. You can have fun with him uh, forgetting what, what day it is or where he is. Um, you can uh, laugh at his, uh, at his uh, failure to distinguish between his wife and his, and his sister, <laughs> uh, this type of thing. But when you start dealing with something like, a document which lays out yeah. the reasons why we are breaking away from England, why we want to, you know, why we want to establish our own country, uh, and most importantly, yeah. why yeah. this mm-hmm. system 
yeah. that survived all mm-hmm. others. Right. And the only thing now that is left yeah. be, uh, besides us as a mm-hmm. as a uh, 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 a a form of government, yeah, is socialism and totalitarianism. I know, I know. And 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 the thing is, this is this is what's wrong with our education system, our indoctrination system. Yeah. This is why you have things like the New York. Daily Worker, I call them. I don't call them the Times anymore. I call them the Daily Worker because all there is a communist front rag. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about the, the 1619 Project mm-hmm. and that type of thing, which is a complete distortion of American history. But getting back to the, to the Declaration, I can recite it, you know, the, 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 the preamble, if that's the first part of it, uh, right off the top of my head. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one one uh, people to dissolve the, politi- the political bands which yeah. have connected them to another and to assume to themselves these separate and equal stations to which the na- laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect for the opinions of, manco- of mankind should uh, uh, requires that they, uh, they, they state the reasons that impel them to the separation. This is very important. This is what Biden botched and got and just waved off. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, and that when that government or any government becomes destructive of those ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute new government, laying its foundation on... <clears throat> on such principles and organizing those powers in such, in such form so it will seem to them most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Mm-hmm. People can laugh at, at Biden and this type of thing, but this, this is not a laughable situation. In no, fact, the, you know, the more I, I think it, about it, the more the, the, the angrier I get yeah. because this is something that, that is so basic to us as a nation, as a people. Well, it points yeah. out mm-hmm. the difference between the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. Yeah. Because we take that document very seriously. Very seriously. They take it to be, to look for loopholes mm-hmm. to get around it. Yeah. And they found it. And, and as I've said before many, many times, through the civil laws, civil rights laws, yeah. In, in all of these laws that uh, even immigration laws, mm-hmm. all of these laws are a loophole for that Constitution. That's, that's absolutely correct. And that's another thing. Not only did we have to learn that part of the, of the Declaration, we weren't required to learn the entire thing because it, it takes you about maybe 15 or 20 minutes to go through the whole thing. Yeah, even, it, even, it's even not a long take, document. It, 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 it is a, it's, it's a document that was written at a time when most people in this country – we're not possessed of a formal education. I mean, they, yeah. you know, uh, you, I mean, I was listening, I can remember when uh, Brother Lee uh, was uh, on uh, talking about this on an on a, on a, uh, on a edition of Joshua's Trail a few years back, that you could go to college yeah. at the age of 14. Mm-hmm. You had to learn, you had to know Greek, mm-hmm. and you had to know Latin. You had, mm-hmm. to trans, you had to transcribe, translate one into the other, and the other back into the first one. Yeah. And you know, and now we have entire school districts in this country, Phil, that they these students are are failing to graduate or failing to read at grade level, like yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, the whole yeah. district. Terrible. Can't provide one 
no, student. Not one is, student. That it, um, it is. It is. That's appalling. Well, this is a this is a, a, a just a, a stinging indictment on where the greatest what was once the greatest education system in the world, system yeah. of private education in the world, and and who how, are how representatives? Far it, how far does de, has degenerated? Yeah, yeah, and and look who's representing mm-hmm. that sector of our society. Yeah, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. are running for president. Yeah, Joe Biden is not. Any better because he would just as soon take a, a shredder to that document. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and so do all of the other people that mm-hmm. are on that. None of those people wanted to uphold and defend that Constitution. What they're trying to do is find loopholes around it and and viable ways of destroying that document itself. And. Speaking of David Wemshell, he had uh, Phyllis Schlafly's daughter on, and Phyllis Schlafly was a, was a great American patriot. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a movie coming out on Hulu, I understand, uh, called Mrs. America, where they just completely uh, distort uh, the life of Phyllis Schlafly, uh, what she was trying to do, yeah. and uh, you know just just make her look like like a like an ogre. Yeah, and that type of thing. And Phyllis Schlafly was ne- was never that type of person. I li- would listen to her. Um, I never got a chance to meet her, but she sounded like to, to well, be a very reasonable, down to earth person and that type of thing. Yeah. And what you're saying is about about uh, we're screwing around with the Constitution. Now they want to resurrect the Equal Rights Amendment as if women don't have yeah. equal rights yeah. to men nowadays. Um, and you haven't heard one woman yeah. say one word of praise coming from the no. left no. of the present president, yeah. Donald Trump, that it presided over. The country yeah. when women overtook men in the workplace. That's true. That's true. And then, and then, you know, you've got you talk about interfering with the constitutional process. You have uh, this, you know, uh, chuckles, Chucky, Schmucky, Schumer. They're out there threatening <laughs> the lives of two Supreme Court justices. Yeah. He mentioned them by name. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have unleashed the whirlwind. And he's got a bunch of clapping screeching yeah. seals that are providing support for him. You've got some actress, Busy something or other, Busy Phillips. She's up there talking about how, how and, and this is in reference to this uh, Supreme Court case right now, which is pending in, uh, in the state of Alabama, I believe it is. And the whole thing centers around whether, whether abortion clinics need to have a doctor on, 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 on the premises who has, who has to have a, admitting privileges at a hospital. Why in the world would you not want... Mm-hmm. Admitting privileges to a hospital if you bring a baby into the world, despite the attempts to kill it, well, to kill that baby, because it goes uh, uh, simply against mm-hmm. all defense that ever came from the Democrat side of this equation. Yeah, when Bill Clinton said and made it famous that abortion ought to be safe, legal, and rare, mm-hmm. that. If you don't have uh, a way to protect that mother after this process has yeah. began, then it is not safe and it is not, it, you know. It certainly isn't rare. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly for, right. for crying out loud. Yeah. But, and, 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 you know, he, and the thing is, think about this. If, if, if Mitch McConnell had gone up in front of the steps oh. of the Supreme Court oh. building oh. and took Kagan or Sotomayor to task yeah. like that and issued a threat, yeah. Against them, 
you would be they would be screaming for him to be drummed out of out of don't forget about a censure they would yeah. want him expelled immediately yeah. you know and that seat thrown open yeah but you know you have these 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 and, and also uh, you know who also was there Rashida Tlaib yeah she yeah. was there yeah. screaming about this whole thing and this this is this is just to me Phil it, I'm I'm just mystified at, at at the fact that so many intelligent women don't have the presence of mind or the intelligence to recognize that that is indeed a living human being inside that woman's body that in God's eyes has all the rights, you know, all the unalienable rights bestowed on it. But unfortunately we don't, a lot, some of us, too many of us don't see it that way. We would love to get rid of that child. Well, again, the Democrat Party has embraced this this death march that they yeah. uh, that they're embarking on uh-huh. with uh, with our, this generation. Yeah, you got you got uh, women that have become so callous mm-hmm. that they actually believe the nonsense that people like to leave says. But you notice that it doesn't uh, affect her and her people. You know, she's one of what ten or twelve kids. Ten or twelve kids, yeah. Okay, uh, so you know <clears throat> that, that you know that that um, uh, group of of uh, people, group of uh, immigrants into this country. Yeah, I show you by day daily that they are not into the abortion, you know, yeah. program. Yeah. But because she's a politician, <clears throat> she's for it. Yeah. The same thing with that uh, Presley woman and oh, yeah. Omar. Yeah. You know, the, all of these people are four square for abortion on demand for mm-hmm. everybody else, but yeah. it certainly don't uh, mark true for them. Well, it's kind of like the uh, uh, they want to impose socialism, totalitarianism on everybody else, but yes. as long as they're in power, they, you know, they're safe from it. Uh, well, yeah. let's uh, <laughs> it, it, let's say uh, you know Bernie Sanders is running around talking about free education for everybody. Okay, let's start uh, with free education, but <laughs> let's uh, let's let, let's uh, put let's send Bernie back to uh, <laughs> back to college yeah. and be a professor. Him and Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> and then uh, let's put a freeze on their paychecks uh, and to pay for uh, those people coming in as. Yeah. Uh, a matter of fact, not only do we freeze it, we'll roll it back to, say, uh, 20 years ago uh, when the tuition was lower. Yeah. And so the uh, so <clears throat> that means that the uh, the professors yeah. should be living yeah, uh, with those with those economic situations. I know. I didn't have $266,000 in uh, student debt when I graduated from college, yeah. even though I went to a local community college. And, and, I, and I guarantee you... <laughs> That Excuse your me. professor wasn't wasn't paid. Oh no, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Not at Macomb College. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, before we go to break, I think we might have a caller on the line there. But before we go to break, uh, this, this little thing. Did you see that Brian Williams with that uh, woman from the uh, the New York Times editorial board? They were talking about Bloomberg, and he spent five hundred million dollars uh, on his campaign before he dropped out. And some uh, some genius. Obviously, a graduate of our esteemed, uh, you know, public education system, uh, sent out a tweet that, you know, he, that 
he could that Bloomberg Bloomberg could have given everybody in this country a million dollars and still yeah. have oh, yeah, still yeah. have yeah. much money left over. Yeah. Wait a minute. Don't somebody be, can't count. So, so, <laughs> well, and somebody was asleep at the switch in the con, in the in the control room or or whatever the uh, uh, the green room or whatever. Yeah. If he, if he gave a million dollars to everybody in the country, that would be about three hundred twenty-seven trillion trillion dollars. Right. More, the, the actual math is more like a dollar fifty-three per person. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about yeah. Well, maybe that's what he wants to pay everybody is you know for yeah. his for his minimum wage, but uh, yeah. I yeah, know. I you know I was riding down the the road and I heard this on the radio. <laughs> uh, you know they got said that yeah he could have paid them uh, uh, everybody a million bucks. Yeah. A million bucks. <laughs> I said that don't add up. That you don't know? add up. And yeah. I was looking somewhere to get to stop so I could get my pistol out. <laughs> and these two are just going on and on. Oh, God, uh, we're well. If you're ahead of us on the math, they'll just catch up. Well, we, I think we are a little bit ahead of you there, guys. But, oh, man, oh, man. Well, let's go real <sighs> quick to uh, line one. And Gary from Hazel Park. Good morning, Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. Thanks for keeping the sea warm for me last week. <laughs> hey, not a problem, brother. Hey, you know, um, for most of my adult life and when I was a child, there, there was a uh, common wisdom that women were a special breed of people mm-hmm. because they were the bringers of life That's and the right. nurturers, and yeah. they kept society sane, and men were brutes and savages. Mm-hmm. Well, not no more. Um, Gretchen Whitmer right now wants to put forward a law that says that uh, school administrators can refer children to doctors for abortions without telling the parents. Good Lord. So she's uh, destroying human life. Mm-hmm. She's perverting the minds of the children. And she's taking away the authority of the adults who birth that child, who have yeah. the legal and moral authority to take care of that child and be aware of what's happening to that child. Mm-hmm. And that's happening today yeah, in yeah. our state now. So it's very important that people get a hold of Gretchen and tell her to stop. Yeah, assist. She won't listen. No. She's got uh, the evil hand of the deceiver or whoever you want to call it on her to destroy as much as she can while she's in office. Her and her homosexual friend. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all out, and maybe and I I don't know if I can say this correctly, mm-hmm. but um, there was a, a divine plan that kept woman um, as subjugated. To man, because the higher power knew that if you let women loose, you'd release the kraken. Mm. Because look at the the women in power; mm-hmm. they're all megalomaniacs, yes. such yeah. as Hillary Clinton Hillary. and um, Warren. Warren, oh, listen. you know, yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, listen. they're no better than any man I've ever known. What yeah. about You're, Feinstein you know, and Bob Boxer? And, yeah, and now. Uh, Oh, what's her name uh, from California, the senator? Oh, Harris. Yeah, yeah Camilla Harris. Harris. I mean, these women. <laughs> oh, the, boy. The few, the few that are, I would say, normal or sane are, are some of the Republican women, yeah. Uh, like yeah. Blackburn and stuff. Yeah. But uh, they turn on those women because they're religious women, and so therefore they have to have a problem. Yeah. You well, know? you see how the, the hatchet job they did on Sarah Palin. Oh, right. Yeah. Sarah Palin, one of the most upstanding women I've ever yeah. heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they came on her like nobody's business. But the point being, here in our state, mm-hmm. our children are being subjected to the whims of 
a, a radical woman in in the um, state house who who really believes she has the authority to allow what a diversity officer to send them to a doctor who nobody knows yeah. who, who who may or may not be qualified to rip something out of them yeah. you've got to have a permission from the family just to have their tooth removed what makes you think that they can rip well, a baby out of them well even wow. even just even just an aspirin you have to have a, a parental well yeah uh, right I mean, that's not even surgical that's just a pill well, Gary, thanks a lot for your call. Thank you, sir. Gave us a lot of food for thought thanks as for usual. Stopping and, by last week. Okay, uh, take care, my yep. friend. Have yourself a great weekend, and God bless and you, my friend. If you uh, would like to join this conversation, we got a half an hour left, and that number is 734 822 1600. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Here we go again. Yet another virus is plaguing our republic and throughout the world. This time it's corona. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, I find it both ironic and a bit irritating that as if on schedule, there is yet another virus to wreak mental havoc and media-driven anxiety for people who don't realize that the flu that shows up every year but is for the most part ignored by the media and big government has so far killed many more people than the alleged laboratory-created coronavirus. Maybe we should rename these occurrences scheduled incidents and just keep it moving. Remember the diseased caravans of 2018, the Zika virus of 2016? In 2014, we overcame the Ebola plague. Former President Ali Obama tried to make matters worse by bringing sick Ebola patients into our republic instead of sending medical help to Africa. In 2009, the doomsayer said we'd all be swept away by the swine flu. The bird flu paid us a visit in 2005. The bottom line is, this corona laboratory virus shall pass. And America the Beautiful will become greater than ever before if we make that happen. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com for news updates and other great stuff. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Okay. And we are back. Thanks to Ron Edwards for another great uh, commentary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, we've seen that uh, that Joe Biden was resurrected by Clymore. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really bothers me about this. Yeah, here's the deal. <laughs> you know, um, people like Clyburn are very, very quick to to say that if you're not part of the Democrat apparatus, that you're not loyal, yeah. that you're against your own race and things mm-hmm. like that. And all of the the really bad language that can come out of the Democrat Party. I mean, these people yeah. are vicious in what they say about Republicans and re- Republican voters. And uh, so uh, this thing reminds me of what Malcolm X said about 
what we do as voters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody that you hear talk constantly about how you have to vote and we need to vote and all of that. Yeah. But would you play that clip um, for us, Derek, please? Any minority that has a block of votes that stick together is in a strategic position. Either way you go, that's who gets it. You're, you're in a position to determine who go to the White House and who stay in the doghouse. You're the one who has that power. You can keep Johnson in Washington, D.C., or you can send him back to his Texas cotton patch. You're the one who sent Kennedy to Washington. You're the one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. When you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, de to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last. Because you're a chump. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. Only 177 are Republican. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you bass controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. And folks... I yeah. hope that you got a good understanding of what he was saying, mm -hmm. because we see the same thing here. Clyborne just supposedly gave the nomination to Joe Biden because <clears throat> of the loyalty to the Democrat mm -hmm. Party of the black voters. Yeah. And what did they get in return? More, they got a they the got same. a they got they got a pledge that they that Joe Biden would get Trump out of office, the only president in his first term that has been able to move the economic system to work for the very people that want him out of office. Mm -hmm. And that shows you the brainwashing that the Democrats have mm -hmm. done. To Black America, and yeah. I am I resent it, and I'm very angry. About well, I, it. I resent it too. And and the thing is, you know, we, as this is 
we haven't even had haven't even had half the states voting yet in the primaries. Okay, we got Michigan coming up on on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that that we're hearing that Michigan could be the nail in Bernie's coffin. That's yeah. nonsense. Anybody who says that they know who's going to be the nominee, whether it's even going to be a brokered convention, which is what a lot of people are hoping for, they mm-hmm. don't know what they're talking about. They're just you know they're they're casting uh you know casting it to the fates and. These things will work themselves out. It's either going to be Bernie or it's either or, or it's going to be Biden. Yeah, but it doesn't make any difference. To no, me. it doesn't. It because, doesn't make, make I mean, any difference these, in the long these, run. Uh, They're both cut from the same cloth. One's at one degree. It's a matter of degrees with these people. And you, did you hear the appalling <laughs> numbers of uh, the the majorities that the Democrats had in the Senate and yeah. the House of Representatives yeah. at the time? At the time. And guess what? The Democrats have the eternal allegiance of black America, voting America, uh-huh. because of that, those, those civil rights laws that were yeah. passed, which I say did more to hurt black America than it <laughs> did to help. Well, you know, there's a... Uh, I call them civil rights laws for white Democrats. Well, there's, a, uh, there's a, uh, an interesting, very, very good article in uh, last, either this month or last month in Primus, and it, it, it deals with... Uh, with what you're talking about, it's the the root of our current divide. Yeah, and the the gentleman who's writing for it is taking a lot of flack for it, but he puts the right uh, when the passage of the civil rights laws in the mid '60s uh, as that that's the starting point yes. for the division of our politics. Well, and, and, also, and we actually do have. And he was on he was on uh, Prager's program a while back, and he was saying this is actually a second constitution. Yeah. Well, yeah. what it did also, but I will was bring that it, in in a couple of weeks. What it did was it doomed. <laughs> Black America to poverty yeah. for the next, who knows how long. Yeah. Johnson said he would have those inward yeah, voting voting Democrat, Democrat for two hundred years, years. and yeah. I believe they'll keep us in poverty for two hundred years unless we wake up and realize that the policies of the present president, President Trump, yeah. is the only thing that will take us out of poverty, and it's the only thing that will ever give us any kind of of, uh, of equity. For mm-hmm. our vote, as long as we vote to take a man that is is uh, pledged to do something for the country instead of one person or one, one group, group of people, people, yeah, as the Democrats do, they always say we're gonna we're gonna do this for you, and they single out that one particular that one particular group, yeah, or group, demographic. and and say that that's what they're gonna do, like they're doing with the young people with Bernie Sanders. Well, they 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 would say, well, there's no black America, there's no white America, it's all red, white, and blue America, we're all Americans. And then and the, then they turn around and then they start, like you said, going after, signaling out one group after another. And yeah. this is what happens when you have these you know, people separated into groups rather than viewed as individuals. Yeah. They start balkanizing the country. Well, what we have to do is we gotta, we've got to show them. They always talk about diversity. Yeah. It is not diversity that makes this country good. That's right. What it is is is, is a knowledge of the fact that, that we are all unique <laughs> and we are all freedom seekers and liberty. And that is what the yeah. two documents, the two greatest documents in world history, the, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, are all about. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the lines <laughs> right quick and... Uh, because, uh, boy, that hour goes fast. Uh, yes. We're going to go to Ed from Insulani. Go ahead, Ed. Eddie, fast hey. fast Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, brother. Hi, you? guys. Hi, guys. Hey, one, you're talking about uh, Clyburn, mm. and you're talking about voting Democrats. And what do they get? What do the blacks get? 
they they reap the whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Reap the whirlwind. Yeah. And that brings me back to Schumer yeah. and his comment in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Did you watch his face? Yeah. Oh yeah. He was speaking. Mephistophelia. This was not a guy who was livid in anger or motivated by by ideals. This was a guy who was smirking at the thought of I've got this crowd worked. Yes. Up over yeah. This. Yes. Yeah. And you know what, Ed? If he'd gone any farther, he could have had them storm in the doors of the uh, of the uh, Supreme Court building, like I said earlier, uh, just like they did on October sixth of uh, twenty eighteen with uh, Kavanaugh's. Uh, yeah, you know, Kavanaugh's confirmation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a dangerous situation, especially with that, and I, I do say, ugly crowd. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> up and she says, hey, if you don't, if you want to control my body or something, you don't just don't have sex with me. Well, don't worry. You know? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, like, like, she is some prize. She considers her some, some attractive prize. Oh, well. You know this, this, and these type of these type of folks are and not just the ones that are in, in, in power, but the ones that are putting them there are. Uh, you know, it, 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 you 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 wonder what what country are they from? Yeah, and, and they, they, they are, <laughs> uh, not this one. Not this yeah. one. No, no, and it, not it, Ilhan uh, Rashid. I guess she is American, sort of. She more considers herself Palestinian than American. Well, and that's so the thing. Have, and that's the thing about it, Ed. She considers. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the people who belong to a nation that never existed <laughs> yeah. on, in the history of the world, she says they're her people. What about the people right here in the 13th district? Ed, you know Phil and and and, and Phil from Detroit, uh, 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 Walter, right. all these folks, they are her constituents. They yeah. are her people. And what is she doing for them? Not a freaking thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, before I go, one last thing. You yeah. were talking about the math. Uh-huh. And and the millions <laughs> and the, the trillions. Yeah, I really don't. God knows. Don't tell them what number comes after trillion, Ed, please. <laughs> well, I, I've got the number that comes after that. Okay? Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I read. It may not be true, but I read that AOC had heard that five Brazilians had died in, in South America. And she was concerned because she didn't even know how many a Brazilian was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. See ya. <coughs> oh, God, you got to the floor here. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Ed. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, we, thanks a lot, my friend. We're going to line. Oh, boy. We're going to line three again from Livonia. Hey, Ken. Yeah, I just wanted to add to uh, what was mentioned earlier regarding the coronavirus. Uh-huh. And uh, I did the wise thing is I actually talked to uh, my family physician's office and got real recommendations. And first of all, they said, first of all, we are living in America and uh, comparing our medical system to these third world nations, Europe, China, and, and other places. Uh, we can't do that when we are talking about seriousness of an illness. Mm-hmm. And they said, second, and this is very important because I keep hearing this being echoed <clears throat> on other reliable radio programs, this coronavirus is not even as bad as the flu. Yeah, uh, The regular flu virus that uh, is uh, something that we keep getting uh, recommended to have a vaccine for yeah. is far worse than the coronavirus so what we're seeing again is the Democrats playing uh, politics with our health, you know, uh, scaring people 
uh, yeah. using this virus if, as if their If their weapon. old playbook... Uh, can, Never let a good crisis go to waste. If, if their old playbook, you know, the, they always talk about the seriousness of the charge. Yeah. And, yeah. well, this is, this is another example of it. Well, you see, well, well Ken, and you, you brought up a good, uh, a good point about what the doctor said. This is America, and thank God, because if we had Medicare for All or the national health system like they have in, in, in Britain, we would be talking about thousands of deaths from this, not maybe just a dozen. This is what we'd be talking about, Ken, and this is why we cannot allow people like Bernie Sanders or, uh, or, anybody, Joe Biden. or Joe Biden or any of these people that supports this expansion of Medicare, which is going to screw us because we paid all this money in over the years, and now it's going to be open to everybody who hasn't worked a day, and who hasn't paid a dime into has, it. Has nobody learned anything from Obamacare? They right. said that was free, right? That's right. Medicaid is supposed to be free, but right, right, right there, that tells you they're lying. Because, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Ken. Because Medicare is is right off the bat is telling you that they only pay eighty percent of any yeah. any coverage. Yeah, um, I I went for years. I went to to uh, to my uh, to my doctor, and we always talk about Medicare, uh, yeah. Phil and Ken. And he was saying that if this gets any, if if they do this, he's going to be forced out of yes. business. He's going to retire anyway. But he he wasn't sure he was going to be able to stay in, in practice uh, much longer before he retired. Well, Ken, I, I hope you uh, are with us when we say that uh, we have got to do everything we can to make sure these 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 liars and and Pharaoh, I'm baby I'm, killers, yeah. Uh, don't well, get in any further than what they are, and let's try to tail them back. We need. Well, you to, know we what need the problem start. is? They have to be crushed. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, what the problem is, and I've uh, brought this up before, mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, just came up at my church the other day. A yeah. small group of us were discussing this problem, and that is the Republican Party uh, has made it so that I cannot cast a vote for a Republican. Yeah. Uh, I will vote for Donald Trump, and the way I uh, can justify it is he's not a congressman. He's not a, a lawmaker. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, but here's the, problem, the thing. But, but the problem is, and I've been reading letters uh, uh, written by Baptists, Presbyterians, yeah. Reformed, that the Republican Party has created a situation where we can't cast a vote for him. And so well, Ken, I'm going to give you a to these I'm, people. Hey, uh, you want our vote? Here's what you have to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, what you. That's that's the first rule of politics. Yeah, we're the ones that are uh, that are making the making the uh, demands here. We're the and, ones that are calling the shots. They yeah. work for us. That's right. We pay their well, salaries. You know the pro- so, so that's well, you the, know what the problem is. Yeah. Um, and the Republicans is, don't seem to get it. Uh, there's millions of us who cannot. We don't have the option. We cannot leave our religious beliefs at home. You well, know, they, they Ken, come with us wherever Ken, we go. That's true. Get behind th- that person's opposition. I want to uh, thank you for your call, and uh, we're going to go Ken, to have line yourself a two. great weekend. Take care, my friend. And uh, we got to go to line two. We're running out of time. But, Milt, you got the, you got the mic. Good morning, Milt Harris. Good morning, Phil Mills. and uh, Bruce. Hey, guys. Excellent, excellent show. Thank you. And I want to start off by complimenting Ron Edwards on his uh, cogent <laughs> and profound uh, observation about the coronavirus because yes. it coincides with mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to say it quickly. I believe the coronavirus is a contrivance 
created to destroy the economic success of President Trump Mm -hmm. and lead to his defeat in November. Because, you know, I don't see how a nation or people can be so upset or sincerely upset by a virulent, say, virus that they call virulent, when they're killing thousands of people every day by abortion, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and there's thousands of people being killed every day in Democrats-controlled cities and locations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how can you be so upset by, by a because virus? Because the, 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 the Democrat <laughs> Party and their, and their satellites as allies are all about making victims, as many victims as they mm-hmm. can. And and females have so many ways of becoming victims, and they, that's how come they put so much effort into having them in their party. And and, and I also feel you have to look at it from this standpoint: all swamp peoples are the same. Communists, gender confused, anti-God, take your gun, socialists—they're all the same. Everybody that was on, run for the Democrat Party tried to pretend that they was different, but they are all swamp creatures. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They, bl- they run around talking that and, diversity nonsense. Yeah. Exactly. And, see, <laughs> and see, that's why we who love the United States have to pray daily for President Trump's safety and health. Yes. Because we almost lost this nation in 2016. Yeah. And we are not out of the uh, woods, woods yet. With not, by you know what means, not by so, any means, Phil. Right, and so while what, when I was just thinking here uh, about a couple of days ago, in the daytime now, you know, mm. you heard of nightmares, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking in the daytime, what if this country had been taken over by Hillary and the swamp creatures and these anti-God people? 24-hour daytime. I, day, day I had a daymare. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I mean, we need to think sincerely about what this country would be if they was in control. And that's the reason why I think that this coronavirus is going to work good for us because God said that what they meant for evil, he can turn it into good. And you heard that you heard the analogy, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's what we had done. Not we, but they did it. They put all these products in China, and that holds us hostage. Yeah. We need to divest from that them tariffs and everything, and bring these products back to this country. We, there's places that we can have people make products in Venezuela. Yeah. I'm not Venezuela, but I mean Nicaragua, Honduras. But guess there's what, There's a lot Mil? of other countries besides China, and we be- cannot be, be held we can do it right. We can do it right be- here, That's Phil. right. Before right. we go anywhere again, we do. We clean up Detroit, Baltimore, <laughs> New York City, L.A. Los Angeles, San Francisco, and, and, two cities that really we need, need it. To start doing. We need to start petitioning Trump to keep doing what he's doing, yeah. get these products out of China yeah. and any other country that holds us hostage because the, we are the number one. We are the greatest country, but we can't be great if we have held hostage by a force of people who don't believe in God and don't love this country. Well, listen, so that's, yeah, listen, listen to this, uh, uh, mm. Milt. Uh, mm. and this, this is from John Clark. Pfizer's chief security officer. China is the source of some of the largest counterfeit manufacturing operations that we find globally. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that the and that's and that, and, and they're the, the ones that not, are pushing. Most of the fentanyl comes from the fentanyl. It comes from China. That's exactly right. And yeah. so you know we, we can't we can't trust we can't trust these Chinese pharmaceuticals. With these companies that have done this, yeah. and hold them accountable. We are being held hostage by a contrivance. Well, well, Mill, here's what the, the deal is: they, uh, they, these companies, these these pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. farm out this work to India and China. And China, and then 
China, in the instance of China, they don't want them to come over there and inspect and no. impose, uh, you know, rules of cleanliness and they stuff like that. They don't have like an that. FDA, okay? They and don't, so they don't have a CDC. Yeah. yeah, they don't have an FDA and they don't have a CDC, which is what we have. This is why we don't have massive uh, numbers of, uh, of cases where these people have come down with this virus, let alone died from it. And so these, these companies that, that are farming this stuff out, mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. farming it out to India. Stop farming exactly. it out to Bring China. It home. To Bring, it Bring it home. Bring it on home. <laughs> Look what they're doing to, Bernie, to, to Goofy Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Everybody thought Biden was through. Yeah. Look here, Ali Obama and his crew and all them got together. That's right. Look here, they resurrected today. <laughs> but see, here's the, here's, here's the start of it, Milt. Sure. President Trump should meet with you and some of the other abolitionists and give up a contract on America that That's says good. that we are going to bring all this stuff back to the United States and then we're That's going right. to do America first. Let's do it. All, All right. right. Well, thanks a okay, lot, Mel. Have yourself care, a great God weekend. Bless. Great hearing from you, guy. Love you. Okay. Take care. Thank you. All right. God bless America. God bless you. God. And, <laughs> and, may, and, and may America bless God. There you go. That's right. Well, that's it for uh, today, this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in and lending your input. And uh, we are a listener supported <laughs> broadcast. Uh, so send that check to uh, Abolitionist Roundtable in Michigan, P.O. Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48335. Take care. Have a great weekend. To continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.